Oh. Oh, there it is. Oh. Are you comfortable I'm, where you are? I've got okay. the waffle blanket. Okay, good. I've got Because we're just going to... We're just going to lean back. We're going to chill. Do you need more notes? light? No. Oh, Al, you're going to have to get a little closer to Miss Abs there. Uh, well, I don't I, otherwise, I'll be so far away from the microphone. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'll call. Wait, can I hear you talk a little uh, bit? Can you? I don't know. Can you? Oh. You'll have can to explain you? it. This sounds can great. You? Wait, can Abby, you? you talk. Now. Can you? Can you? Tuta make a nutshinoi chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Abby, did you see our little friend up there? Is he not just oh, precious? On the 12 o'clock, the crucifix? Now to the left. No, that's Javier, but... To the time. left. To the left. Oh, there the, it is. the glowing, yeah. the glowing friend. What do you think of our friend? I really like the way he glows. Is that mm. actual flame? It it's is flame. actual Theatrical flame. flame. Um, we are we are pointing Abby's attention in the direction of a, uh, a lovely jack-o'-lantern. Not one that we carved, but a permanent ceramic one. I like it. As it is October... As we are recording this. Yes, it's the witches' month. Um, hey, hey, uh, everybody. Hey is for horses, you guys. Um, if that's a Sarah Jessica Parker joke, <gasps> get out it of this apartment it right is now. Not. Oh, God. Oh, no, God forbid. No, we would never. She's beautiful. All hail the queen. Gorgeous. You guys, welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. It, it's so lovely to have everyone here tonight. I'm so happy to be back. It's great to have you get ready for your introduction because it's going to blow okay, you away. Yeah. I'm Alec, uh, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore, Wells. <laughs> and I am Catherine, soon to be Mrs. You fucking bitch, you fucking whore, Wells. With us tonight. We apologize in advance to her for our profanity just now. With us tonight is the indubitable, the amazing, the always well attired, the uh, intelligent, Mm. the precocious, the bubbly, Mm -hmm. the ebullient. Miss Abby Cobb. Uh, thank you. Wow. Uh, dedicated carry-on listeners. What was this voice happening? Maybe it's vodka? Yes. Um, dedicated carry-on fans will remember Miss Abby Cobb. I thought it was earlier in season one, but whatever. Uh, no, you were in early season two, episode yes. 14, entitled The Awful Truth. So if you listen to this episode and um, you want more Abby Cobb, you can go back and listen to that episode, but... Frankly, you know, we were talking about a much worse episode. This episode, I think, was amazing. But anyway, you can uh, you can listen to Abby in that episode, and we'll have her back again. You'll want her back again. Mm. How do we know Abby, Alec? How might our listeners well, know Abby? Well, listeners will know Abby from all various shades of film and TV. <laughs> Let's just name a couple of your credits, sure. shall we? <clears throat> 90210, the yes. remix. The unauthorized. The reboot. The reboot, yes. The uh-huh. reboot of 90210. Yes. If that's not enough 90210 for you, then also watch Abby Cobb as Jenny Garth in the unauthorized 90210 Oh, I was mistaken. I thought that's biography. what you were talking about. That's right. Yeah. She transcends a couple of 90210 I do. And I actually worlds. put an Easter egg in there, and I wore some wardrobe of Cousin Emily from the reboot as Jenny Garth. I snuck wow. it in. She's a trouble for yeah. loyal fans. I didn't ask. I just did it. I she love just that. Did it. She's I love a, that. She's also a rebel. Hashtag rebel. And this is a good place for you to be because... 90210 was created by Darren Starr. That's right. was. As it was Sex in the City. Yeah. This is the perfect place for yes. you to be. And as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, this is only your second episode of Sex in the City you've ever seen. It's true. It's true. It's true. So this is really fun for this us. This is so well, fun for us. And actually, if any of your listeners saw the unauthorized Melrose Place movie, which aired one week after the unauthorized 90210, right. the last scene of Melrose Place is him getting the idea for oh, really? Sex in the City. <gasps> how, does, yes. how does that happen? All four women in the show. That's so genius. you'll have to see. Oh yeah, fun. God. Yes. That's the only reason i want well here's the thing i will watch the unauthorized melrose place um i just it sounds so cliche but like wedding planning is just taking up all of my time there's a lot of stuff i want to do to see that one maybe just yeah yeah sure because i watched melrose place as well and um whatever um 
Abby, we're yes. we're so excited to hear all of your thoughts about tonight's episode. I yes. want to start with a question. Sure. Which is, most episodes open with some sort of quote or saying about right. New York City. Okay. So today, tonight's was, you can count on one hand the things a New Yorker will wait for. My question is, have you spent much time in New York? And if so, tell me your thoughts on right. it. Right. I'm a big fan of New York. I'm a big fan yeah. of New York. I wish I could live there. Mm-hmm. But apparently if you visit New York for a week, everyone says, I think I could live here. Right, and you actually the same. live there and it's not the, it's not the same. Yeah. But uh, I would think my, my, my instinct to answer that question would be things New Yorkers would wait for. Um, t- good tickets, like good seats for a show. Yes. But maybe that's, oh, maybe that's not if you live there. Maybe that's yes. if you're a tourist and you right. want to see the shows. When you went to New York and the time you've spent in yes. New York, what kind of trouble did you get in? Oh, you know, like frolicking through fall leaves in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And like, Why don't you just talk more dirty? Yeah, real good hot <laughs> yes. dogs and those Ooh. hot pretzels with like yep. salt and butter yep. and Parmesan and like New York Wind. bagels mm-hmm. and like... The pizza, the pizza, the pizza, food. You're a fan of pizza. I imagine you. I imagine you saw some shows. I did. What'd you see? Yes, I did. Actually, my friend Catherine is in. Um, the Deaf West production of Spring Awakening on Broadway right now. Which oh. you've you've also oh, starred in Spring Awakening. I did once upon a time. Yeah, but this if you're anywhere close to New York right now, go go run run see Spring Awakening. Did on you? Is that how you and Matthew met? Yes, I met the famed lovely Matthew Scott Montgomery. He was Georg. I was Vendla, mm. and we made sweet sweet. A theater. A I remember yes, he hearing about you before I ever met I do you. Too. Oh, wow. I remember hearing I him talk about this this girl Abby, who oh. like you guys wouldn't believe how amazing she is. Oh, I was just a fling. I was just a fling of 2007 for him, but really <laughs> changed my life. Except that uh, here we are, and it's 2015. Here we and are, we all and love yeah, each other. Still, still the love so of my life. Fine. Yeah, yeah, just fine. No, but New York is amazing. Um, I, the question I thought you were going to pose to me was, are we sluts? Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, okay. We'll get there, Miss Cobb. Uh, okay. Don't sorry, you sorry, worry. Sorry. We just will a little get there. debrief for uh, yes, the listening audience, which is probably already where, but we just finished, Alec and Abby and myself, watching season three, episode six of Sex and the City, entitled, Are We Sluts? It I'm aired- sorry, are we sluts? Are, are you guys? Can I ask you a question, are we sluts? Uh, it aired July 16th, 2000. It was directed mm. by Nicole Hall of Fessner. I don't okay, know. Sure. She's directed, uh, she directed four episodes of Sex and the City as well as, uh, she's still working. She's directed episodes of Orange is the New Black, Inside Good Amy Schumer, oh. Oh. Unbreakable Kimmy Woo. Schmidt. So oh, she's I still, like all of girl, those Girl, sisters things. are doing it. She's working yeah, it. Great uh, it was written by Cindy Shupak, who we're big fans of. I thought this episode was really well written, really fun. Mm-hmm. Let's get into I it. I love this episode. Yeah. I'm just going to come right out and say it. You know what I don't love? Tell me. The word slut. So this episode came out in the year 2000. Okay. It's 2015 now as we're recording this. Yes. I happen to listen to a podcast called Guys We Fucked. Okay. And it's a really great podcast. It's, it's guys, hosted by fucked, two colon the anti slut shaming podcast. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. Which is yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so what I love about that podcast in 2015 yes. is, you know, for so long sex has been stigmatized, especially when it comes to women. I mean, you know, I'm not saying anything new here, but guys who have a lot of sex are like, like bachelors. Like, yeah. hey, what a cool guy. Hey, like, I'm a cute Single playboy getting around town. But a girl who has sex with a lot of guys is a slut. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a girl that I was going to date um, that uh, it was on a church trip. And I was flirting with her. Oh. And one, <laughs> one of the guys pulled me aside. And he was like, do you know, this is a totally made up story, of course. Right. But he's like, do you know that like one night she went to a movie theater and like sucked 15 guys dicks or something right. crazy Outrageous. and just not true <laughs> at like all? 15 guys. Yeah. Right. yeah. At the same time, dude, I don't know how she did it, but she did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. clearly not it's, a lie. It, my point in bringing up that anecdote is that if you want to harm a woman or yeah. a girl, you you put them in a position to say that promiscuity 
or sleeping with other people is somehow inherently wrong or bad and makes the girl unclean. Made out with a hot dog. Oh my god, that was one time! Can I ask you your reaction to being given that that quote-unquote information? Yeah, I was, well, first of all, I was like, that's totally made up. That's mm-hmm. a totally made-up thing. And then you're like, can't date her now. Yeah, right. no, but I was like, she is unclean and gross and no amount of showers oh, will stop. ever fix her. No, but, no of course not. she's on this church <laughs> trip. Let's say it wasn't oh, 15 well, guys and wasn't yeah. complete hyperbole. Let's say it was a guy who was like, you know, she's not a virgin. Or, yeah, you know, something yeah. completely mm-hmm. believable. What do you um, think 16-year-old Alec or, that's, or whatever's that, that's reaction sort of thing, would have been? I mean, I... I'm not just saying this for karma, but that sort of thing has never bothered me or factored into my thoughts when it comes to... to Why not, do you think? Because um, I think for lots of guys, that's that's certainly an issue. Yeah, I you know, I think it's that whatever happened... I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm not attracted to a person if I'm not attracted to their personality <clears throat> sure. in That's some way. That's not true. It is true. We've had this conversation on this podcast before where you've said that for dudes, including yourself, like if a girl's like kind of dumb or is if she's like super hot, it's not as big of an issue. Because I've said but before that like I do draw weird, the line. I, there awkward- is a line that I draw though. There is a line that I draw which is. No girl, I don't think any girl I've ever hooked up with has has crossed the line into, like, vapid territory. Okay. Th- there might be some people, and this feels really weird and judgy to be saying, but, like, there might be some people that weren't quite, we weren't quite hitting it off, sure. you know, like okay. on an equal playing uh-huh. field. All right. But you would still hit it off that booty. Exactly. Ah, like swiggity swooty. Booty. Coming after that. Swiggity swooty, I'm coming after that booty. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing that's ever been said. Yeah. Now, Abby. Yes. <laughs> speaking of booty. Yeah. Speaking of booty. So, this episode is great for so many reasons. We're going to dive in right now. Okay, I can't wait. A lot of people have a certain number. And and n- right. now there's so many ways I could go with this yeah. question, but here's my first one. <laughs> I know which one. way he's not going with this. Abby, are you a slut? <laughs> Some people have a, a certain amount of dates that right. they'll go on. Right. That equals like first base, second base, etc., etc. Right. Have you ever thought about that before you've gone on a date? Did you ever have a number in your own head, or has it always been just organic the way that these things happen? Yeah, well, that's an interesting question. I grew up in a very, very um, conservative, um, play by the rules, this is right, this is wrong kind of environment. Mm-hmm. So, really, that was not a factor because yeah. no shenanigans are supposed to go down right. until you're married. And right. then, of course, they're not shenanigans. They're beautiful in the Beautiful eyes relations the between a husband and a wife. They're relations. sanctioned by right. God. Sanctioned by the Lord. Yes. yes. How do you choose a date? Whose company would you enjoy? Well, one thing you can consider is looks. Woody thought of Janice and how good looking she was. He'd really have to rate to date somebody like her. Yes, he'd enjoy that. Except, well, it's too bad Janice always acts so superior and bored. She'd make a fellow feel awkward and inferior. So when I was growing up and doing all the dating and all the calculating and and seeing all the boys and doing Mm -hmm. all the things, Mm -hmm. it was really like, what are we going to wear? Where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. Is he going to kiss me? Yeah. And I honestly, I had no formula for, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't. I don't so have kissing, a formula. But kissing was on the if table. If a boy kissed you and you went home, did you think your parents could see that kiss burning into your face? Woo! <laughs> <that laughs> you, did you feel like they could tell? <laughs> oh, gosh, no. I, I, yeah, I probably thought maybe they could just like, see it mm-hmm. smell it i feel like that's mm-hmm. a common Just, teenage experience you know I mean? it certainly yeah. was for me i remember oh i remember getting a kiss on the neck that turned Ooh. into like a little mark no 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 no, no. You know what i mean Ooh. and i oh. burnt my own neck with a curling iron so that my to mom would wow. so that i could say it was a curling so that iron. was really smart <laughs> i wish i could be shocked by that but i am just entertained and i completely understand the impulse yes oh 
I just didn't want to get in trouble. Hickeys are a thing. Yeah. I remember. I feel like hickeys were more a thing in middle school. Because, yeah. like, oh, yeah. who really, no one does it. No one does that for pleasure. And why? Why? Why no. on the neck? It's just weird. It's this weird It's a weird thing. showing it's off this, kind of yes, thing. Yes, it's this weird term that, like, f- will never stop floating around middle yes. schools. Yes, yes. And people do it because they think you're supposed to do it. Yes. Yes, that's weird. right. Um, I will <laughs> say, though, sidebar conversation, yes. that some of the most debauchery I ever was both a part of and seen was on church trips. <gasps> uh, so, yes. Yes. Just saying. Church like, camp was, the, yes. Church, like. I, the rumor mill churn, rumor mill churn. Oh, all yeah. Of sure. Well, think about, think about what a church <laughs> trip is, okay? Mm-hmm. A bunch of hormonal young teens. Forbidden. Forbidden, which makes it all the more delicious. Stuck in cabins and sleeping bags right next to each other. Riding on a bus. Yeah. One of the craziest, like, most intense makeout sessions I ever had was, like, 50 people in sleeping bags, all on the same, like, dirty linoleum (gasps) church floor. Right there. It's because it was forbidden. I have very specific memories of being in a youth group, which we had on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the Lord's night. It's the Lord's evening. Why is it Wednesday? And I remember we had our, like, youth um, New International Version study Bibles. Yes. And we would sit and we would talk about, because the thing is, in a youth group, you're going to talk about issues that pertain to youth. Yes. Uh Oh, what was that word? Uh, What word? To what? What? Did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two youths. Um, tweens, teens, and in these in these teen study Bibles, there yes. are going to be issues highlighted that pertain to teens specifically, yes. mm-hmm. which are purity and honor and those kinds of things. Yes. But what, what I think, what I feel like, you know, church youth group leaders don't quite wrap their minds around is that like, it's, they're creating for a f- situation of foreplay in some way. I remember sitting in the, in the room and there was a boy who was way too old for me, who I thought was really cute, who I ended up kissing a little bit. And then my parents were like, <laughs> no, because he was certainly, he was, he was like four years older than I was and I was like 15. Um, so they put the kibosh on that. However, I remember sitting in the room and like, you know that situation where you're sitting in a room with someone that you really like and it's like, you're in the room and on the outside you look pretty normal to everyone else, uh, at least you hope you do, but internally and in your vision, you see that that person is is a flame yes. in your peripheral vision. Yes. Like, they are on fire. Yes. And it's like, you're acting like everything's normal, but that person oh. over there on the side of the room is glowing hot yes. red embers, and you're just like, I hope they're looking at me. I hope they think I'm cute. And and every conversation that the youth group leader is, you know, and well, and, you know, this kind of thing is, is much, you know, you wait for this kind of thing with the special person, and you're sitting there going like, oh my god, oh my god. Could he be my special person? Yes. And your loins mm-hmm. are aflame. Yes. And yes. That's, <laughs> and are we sluts? Catherine, do you or do you slash did you have a number like uh, you know third date is the date that it happens? No. kind of thing. I never. No, I I'm a serial monogamist, so I've never. Well, but been I on but I know that scene. you've been on when you've like started in a relationship with somebody. There's a first date. There's a second date. There's a third date. Uh, number on it yeah, especially not for kissing it's just like no. when it happens it happens exactly and yeah. it's been pretty nebulous for me quite honestly and you and i hopped into things pretty quickly very quickly but, oh, kids, kids, yeah. it can end well if you do that though <laughs> it can we're getting married yeah so that all turned out fine <laughs> it, it um so how does ta- this episode open let's talk so this about episode that. opens with uh carrie and aiden and uh, Aiden, you'll recall from the previous episode, uh, is the furniture designer who uh, did not like the taste of her cigarette smoke, so she stopped smoking cigarettes. She slapped for him. that patch on her arm, yeah. and mm. said, "No more." There's so no now hope with dope. They've been on a couple episode. They've been on a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bye. They've been on um, four dates. They've been on four dates, and they're making out at Carrie's door. And he's, you guys, the way his big. 
carpenter's hands are creeping up <gasps> and she shows that like sad butt oh. and he's slipping up yep. her skirt and I was going mm. Whoa! 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 I don't know if you can see, you guys can't see this right now but there's steam coming from yeah. Cat's ears. Oh my god you're gonna set up the fire And alarm. coming from Carrie's ears but you know what? She's stifled. She's got mm-hmm. those female blue balls. She's got those bloveries. Mm-hmm. Because That's right. Aiden says I gotta go feed Pete. Right. His dog. And I, I gotta, gotta work get home. I gotta work early. early. I gotta get up mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. Let me give you yep. one more kiss. Yeah. And Carrie's confused. She's she doesn't like, understand. Uh, but. She's like, roll call. I'm here. But Aiden's abstinent. And speaking of confused, I feel like every girl in this episode, they just rotate. Is this how every episode is? They rotated between each of the four women. Mm-hmm. Each of them were, were in their own state of confusion. Yes, the good episodes right. managed to do that well, where there's kind of a through line, all the yeah, women are going through something. Yeah, this was very cohesive. Each mm-hmm. girl yes. had their own problem. That was, yes. n- I understand that was not your experience with the previous episode that you watched, Ooh, and but she the just has bird episodes. hair. Bird I know, that oh, baby bird hair. Her hair is better. I Miranda's know. hair is better than this I I really wish it was long, though. It It'll get there. Okay. never gets there. No, no I was lying not to you. Really. I'm sorry. Okay. I wanted to make you feel better. <laughs> the longest and best it gets is in uh, the movies. Okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, It yes. wasn't spiky in this episode. No. I couldn't see her scalp. It was better. It, it was, was better. so much better. Yeah. So, so much each better. girl was in their own state of confusion. So, mm-hmm. so Mar- is it Miranda with the red hair? That's yeah. Right. She had... Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Let's she talk found about. Out. Let's talk yeah. about Miranda's storyline here. Please. We'll come back to Carrie. So Miranda yeah. uh, has gone to a routine gyno appointment. They yeah. threw in this STD test. Yeah. Uh, these days they're known as STIs. Yeah. Uh, in 2015, we refer to them as sexually transmitted infections, not yes. diseases. And However, this is 2000, so she finds out she has chlamydia. Right. Yeah. And her gynecologist is a little judgy. We don't see this scene. She's described it to us, and she says that her gynecologist has suggested that she contact everyone she's ever slept with. Hmm. Um. And and tell them to get tested. Yes, because I've, they might have the clap yeah. too. The, I don't think Which chlamydia is for, the clap. For is guys, chlamydia is the clap. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. And for guys, there is no symptoms. So for no. guys, they have yeah. to get tested. The guys have it easy. And for girls, there aren't symptoms either. But it can affect um, fertility later on what in a your nightmare. life. So yeah. she really wanted to to be on antibiotics, medication, yeah. after six days it would clear up. Yeah. I never want to know if I have the clap. Right. I might have it <laughs> ten times over. I don't sure. know. What does it matter? Oh. Well, what? but I, and I feel like Dan Savage on Savage on Savage Lovecast has had this question before about like, how, I think this one was about HPV and I feel like his response was like, everyone has HPV these days so like you don't have to contact it's all your partners. It's one in three now. It's very, one two, it's very, one very common. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but with something like chlamydia, I wonder if his answer would be the same as the gynecologist in this episode's answer would be. At any rate, Miranda makes a list. The list. The list of yes. her number. Yes. yes. Of my, guys. My favorite was Guy from Delhi. <laughs> The guy from the deli. I'm just guy saying. He had no you, name, no face, just guy from the deli. I'm telling you, I've been at the deli, and I've had that matzo ball soup that made me want to fuck a guy. I've had Whoa. that matzo ball soup. All that you soup. have. Um, yeah. But one of my favorites, very one of my favorite, very Sex in the City moments from this episode because it was just so well written and so quippy. Is Steve's trying to get busy. Yeah. And Miranda says, I can't tonight. I have chlamydia. Which is such a lovely play on, I can't tonight. I have a headache. Yeah. Like, you know, a common I can't. I have response. to wash my arms. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> my arms are dirty. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> But I love Steve so much, and this is yet another example of why Steve is the greatest man on the planet because his response here. Now, his response about, like, why do I have to get tested is pretty pig-headed. However, the fact that he doesn't immediately say to her, like, What? You have... What? You're a dirty whore. I think is really endearing. The fact yes. that he's just like, Okay, what's your big deal? Yep. I just think that's, um... He doesn't make Miranda feel badly, I guess is what I'm getting at. He doesn't make her feel badly and doesn't make her feel like a slut. You have something to say. Oh, well, I'm just confused. Is Tell me. Steve a recurring character? Yes. Does he's anybody, her boyfriend. Does, he's her live-in boyfriend okay. at this point in time. It, Very new. It, well, I've never seen this season. Yes. I've never seen, really, the, the show besides yep. the one episode that I saw before. 
I wrote Danny DeVito? Question. <laughs> like he's just very small and he's very hairy. Yes. The yeah. farmer tan was out of control. The hair yes. was oh, out of control. How His hair is The ridiculous. New York accent was out yeah. of control. Yes. Is he attractive? Is Here's. He attractive? Well, I love hearing your perspective. On I this. do too it's because very funny. a lot of people really, really ship. Miranda and Steve. I, Miranda so and when Steve. You, when you is say like, ship them, they like ship them out to sea. They no, ship, ship them ship means like ship, ship is short for, for their relationship. relationship. I don't think you can say they, they ship someone them. if they actually are in a relationship. No, no, you could ship them because especially because they had an on again, off again sure, sure, sure. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. But people love how. People love Steve's soul, the character. Okay. They love okay. his soul. To give you some background on Steve. Yes. Miranda, Miranda's, the first time we ever meet Steve, Miranda's at a bar, Steve's bar. Steve's a bartender. Yes. This is many episodes ago. Yes. Steve is pouring her her red wine, and yep. Miranda's alone at the bar, and Carrie is has just ditched Miranda. Carrie and Miranda are supposed to have drinks. Carrie calls from Big's place. Oh, Big got this veal, and we were going to make dinner. And, and bails on Miranda at the last minute. And Miranda's pissy and complaining to the bartender and being rude to him. And he's like, my name's Steve. And he kind of puts her in her place because she's this big shot lawyer, and he's just a bartender, and he's, like, reading Moby Dick or some amazing book. And they hit it off, bibbidi-bop-bop, sleep together, one-night stand. And he's kind of into it. And she's like, dude, we just slept together. It's fine. We don't need to right, do this. Right, right, right. And he chases her down uh, and wants to go on more dates. And she's like, maybe I've just slept with too many bartenders. And she's very jaded. Sure. And he's like, maybe you should believe in something. Maybe you should believe in love. <gasps> oh. And then at the end of an episode, she runs out in the rain and says, maybe I can believe in the kiss oh. in the rain. And I'm crying. Oh. So then the rest of their relationship up until this point has been... You know, Miranda's very stubborn and independent. Sure. And she's a woman who wants she's bird this hair. Woman, bird yes. hair. And Steve is the Everywhere. is the workaday blue collar guy yes. who kind of grounds her. Yes. And very recently in the course of the series has convinced her to let him move in because he loves her. And the last episode that well, two episodes ago that we watched, um, she's she has this big monologue about how she's nervous about having him move in because her sponges smell and she can't uh, her her sponges. Her smell is that a metaphor? No, literally. Like her like, kitchen, okay. her kitchen oh, sponges, right. yeah. and like sometimes Perfect. I don't do laundry for two weeks, and you're gonna see all that, and I don't know if Ew, I can handle it. Miranda, he, I know. And he says, "I'm not going anywhere." <gasps> and now they're living together, oh. so they're very newly moved in. But okay. we love Steve because Steve is sweet and genuine, and he takes Miranda's crap and okay. says. Girl, I love you anyway. Well, and he mm-hmm. went to the doctor for her. He yes, he, did. he will get his penis swabbed. I mean, the <gasps> the doctor was attractive. He was. He was. But that didn't matter to Steve because he was gonna stick. Uh, <laughs> will I have to do that ever? Um, I don't know. Hopefully I don't, not. Like that a makes Q-tip? my balls hurt. If I don't yes. have balls, I know the, that whole things aren't supposed to go in it. <laughs> I'm just no, that's saying. True, but you know, I I have a heart. I shouldn't, I'm going to say, I have a hard time having sympathy because, like, if you're a girl and you're doing what you're supposed to do, we go to the gynecologist every year and have unspeakable things happen. Right. And you just deal with it. Yes. You want to be healthy, so you just deal with it. And you want to test for things like chlamydia. (sighs) Mm. Yeah. STIs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Go get checked, peeps. So, Charlotte. Let's talk about Charlotte for a second. Oh, Charlotte. 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 Kristen Davis, pearl she's wearing. She's so sweet and cute. She is her very, reactions. Very I love cute. Kristen Davis is so funny. You I laughed. Love, you giggled right out loud. I love her acting. I love her personality. I love mm-hmm. her wardrobe. I love her hair. I love mm-hmm. everything about that girl. I feel like she is me. Yeah. I feel like she's me in real life. Yes. I feel like she's me. On, I had on this screen. feeling that you would connect to Charlotte. Yes. When we were watching this episode, I if thought... If I were to do, like, the BuzzFeed quiz, I think yes. I'm Charlotte. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly right. Charlotte is... I feel like she's really the underdog of the show mm. because she's not Carrie. She's not the protagonist. And she's not completely just flamboyant, like uh, Samantha saying all these crazy things. She doesn't so, wear hot pink trench coats. Yes. Yeah. So many yeah. trench she coats. She likes hot pink. But Charlotte is this really sweet, very genuine, cares about her friends. She cares about what 
the world perceives her as. But I never felt that it was in a way that was um, superficial. It's just that she loves nice things and she wants to look nice and she wants the perfect husband. Right. Because she believes in those things and she believes that it's right. But you're right. It isn't just about outward appearances. She also wants to be in love with that perfect husband. But she needs it to look good from the outside as well. And she finds a guy in this episode who's really good on paper. Really handsome. I mean, uh, for the record, he was very cute. And we've talked about this a lot on Carry On. How, like, the guys who they get for the ladies are... Kind of overwhelmingly snoozes. Like, they don't look... They're kind of, like, balding. Yeah. Is this... Wait, is this guy recurring? Or is no. this the first time you've seen him? Like, but, like, generally speaking, the one-off guys are yeah, yeah. not... Like, the women will be like, mm, he's cute. And we're like, what we see is a bridge troll, and well, we don't understand. Yes. That's the best acting I've ever seen. Give them an Oscar. Give him yes. an Oscar. But, um, but in this, this case, cute. he's actually he's cute. He's actually cute. cute Most guy. of the guys Let's on the show... Let's make him recur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he could only not open his mouth but he does and what happened yeah he opens his mouth and uh in in the moment of um you know um, passion passion yeah yeah Really, the height of passion the for a guy moment. during the sexual of intercourse. Done. He happens to exclaim, "Fucking bitch, you fucking whore! You um, effing bitch, you effing whore!" That's right. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and Charlotte's oh god, Morrison Davis's reaction poor, is just sweet, innocent Charlotte mortified. is just mortified goes, that he would say such a thing. What? What'd you call me? Yeah, and he and she, doesn't even know. He didn't no. realize what he said because he was so, he was in the throes of passion. Yeah. And he didn't know. He didn't mean it. He didn't. He was having sex. He had ramnesia. Yeah, you he know what I'm really saying. Really didn't know what he was. <clears throat> saying. And yeah. the girls, Charlotte brings this up with her girls because she loves her girls, and she almost has a hard time saying it. They have this lovely conversation, and, and Miranda's like, "Oh, get over yourself. Just say it," which yeah. I think is really funny. So, what did everybody do last night? Nothing. Nothing of note. I don't want to talk about it. Why, what happened? You sleep with someone on the second date? No, it was the third date. And it was Alexander Lemley, the investment banker that I met at the Young Art Collector show. Mm. And what, the sex was bad? No, it was good, except... I don't think I can say it. Oh, get over yourself. Come on, sweetie, what happened? Well, when he... You know... Came, orgasm, shot his wad. Uh-huh. He said... Fucking bitch, you fucking whore! Why would he say that? Maybe because you were fucking him? Well, it's true, sweetie. He didn't say it at the dry cleaners. He said it when he was in you. Do you think I'm a whore? Oh, please. If you're a whore, what does that make me? <laughs> Do you think I'm a whore? Well... You have had a decent amount of bone in you. This is bad. Nobody wants to marry a whore. No, what's bad is that even Charlotte is having more sex than I am. What about Aiden? What about Aiden? I don't know what's going on. Clearly he's attracted. We're spending a lot of time together. He keeps asking me out, but he doesn't want to sleep with me. Gay? No, he's not gay. Mother issues? No, I don't think so. Maybe his dick curves to the right. So if it does, we'll work it out. I'll go left. The thing is, I may never know. Well, you better be careful. You wait too long to sleep with someone, you miss the window and become just friends. As opposed to his fucking bitch, his fucking whore. <laughs> oh, come on. And, um, and Samantha says, please, if you're a slut, what does that make me? Um, which yeah. I think is really charming. And, uh, because, help me. Samantha's more promiscuous than Charlotte is. Oh, Samantha is okay. a very okay. she promiscuous. She can't get enough tart teen. Yeah, yeah we'll she's get, a tart. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, and you know, I think uh, it, what's what's interesting is Charlotte's saying all of this, and Carrie, it's Carrie's becoming introspective as well because it, it all you know. This is one of those rare episodes where all of their storylines kind of do yes. really, they are really synonymous. They yes. all do really make sense together. Um, and Charlotte, Charlotte is, of course, 
she 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 takes it very personally. And for this guy, yes. at least as far as Miranda's concerned, maybe he has like mother issues. Well, sure. Or does she say that about Aiden? Either way, I'm interested because they talk a lot about psychoanalysis on this show. Mm-hmm. Like about my shrink says this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is very like Freudian. Like, oh, does he have mother issues? Right. Is that a thing that anyone talks about? It's anymore? not. Well, not for I, me. I mean, I think it's important to differentiate here that this is not dirty talk that he's doing. This is not like oh, he, he's I'm not even do aware that he's you. doing it. It's yeah. like a subconscious. It's like memento. Yes. Except he's just screaming terrible expletives right, as yeah. he's ejaculating. He tra- and, and and to his credit, he he apologizes once yeah. he realizes he's done he feels it awful hard. about it. He also it. really tries hard. Yeah. To not yeah. say those things. But he can't enjoy himself the same way right. yeah. if he restricts his yes. his uh his words. His and animus. at the end of the of his storyline, uh it's explained through a voiceover that he goes to therapy. I kind of feel like this is one of those situations that happens here and there where we we look at a guy go away and we go, Oh, he could have been great though. Because like mm-hmm. he like you said, he, he when he was told, he apologized. He tried not to do it. When he realized he couldn't help doing it, he goes to a psychologist. Where's that guy now? He's probably perfect somewhere. Let's have him recur on seasons yeah. four, five, he six. He could be yeah. just you know, fine. And it's kind of like, never see him again. you know what you could do is, I feel like if you really wanted to solve this, Charlotte could just lean into it and just be like, I'm a fucking bitch. I'm a fucking whore. Obviously, he doesn't mean it. You know, right. it's just like something that's, that's not a happening. Charlotte thing to do. No, it's not. But I'm just, you know, Dan Savage would say, "Be G G G with your partner." He would be but... good, be giving, be game. Mm. That third oh, one is important. But, be but game. I think the key here is that he wasn't encouraging her. Like, let's have fun. Let's have dirty talk. It doesn't mean anything. Say these things with me. Yeah. He was saying it, and then he was horrified, mortified, and yes. ashamed of what he but, said. But he really didn't this is anti slut shaming. We're in the era. Of yeah, anti-slut of course. Shaming, right? Well, are we sluts? Are yeah, ex- we? Alec? Thank you, Abby. Thank I mean, you. I don't, I don't think anybody's a slut. I really don't. I don't think anybody's a slut. Wh- even the sluts that are out there? Even <laughs> the sluts okay. aren't even sluts. sluts. And I'll tell you why. Okay, tell me. I'll tell you why, tell Abby. Is because... Come on. I don't think sex is something to be ashamed of. Um, if, uh, first of all, think about how weird sex is. Mm. Okay. So it's two people or more, maybe, (laughs) um, I don't want (laughs) to sex shame plural couples, but, um, it's two people who there's this weird physical thing that happens where you take one thing and you put it in another thing. You don't even have to for sex. If it's two women, it's like whatever that whatever I don't even know what happens right. in that, but I don't know. something happens yeah. and it's sex. There's a lot right? of videos out there if you want to know. Yeah, you know what? I'll look that up later. Yeah. Um, but the point is that we have attached all of this meaning to it. Mm-hmm. That like you know, it's like you know, you were brought up in a very conservative household. I you know definitely had the like Judeo Christian ideas of like. You know, somebody you're married to or someone that you really love. Yes. And I look, I'm not saying that there's not value to all of that for right. people that it works for. Right. But there is a group of people who say that sex is just two people connecting in a certain way. Right. And, you know, like, okay, let's say, Abby, you and I had a really great conversation. Like, mm-hmm. we just had this amazing conversation where we Kat's really like, connected. like, wait, where is this going? <laughs> what? When did you have a conversation with her? <laughs> it's going somewhere amazing, I okay, promise. Okay, okay, so you and I had I'll this, like, really incredible conversation, yes. right? And it was about what happens after you die and how did the world begin? And, like, right. we just had all these breakthroughs and, okay. and left that conversation, like, just totally changed yes. people. And then there's another pair of people who, like, met up at a bar or something and had sex. Yes. Why are those things more intimate Hmm. than the other, necessarily? Hmm. If you and I had some crazy, amazing conversation that changed our lives forever. Right. And we never saw things the same. Right. Isn't that, in some ways more of a completely life-changing and 
kind of like intruding into somebody else's life more than just taking one part of your body and putting it in another person's hmm. part of their body. When you really just think about the actual physical act of sex. Right. Well, and I think when you're doing, just playing devil's advocate, when you take anything spiritual or uh, emotional out of it and just make sex a phys- purely physical thing, which I think it can be, uh, then okay. But I think... For lots of people, I don't know about most, but for lots of people, sex, um, it, it isn't quite as simple as just, it's just a physical thing. It's not right. a math equation. But that, but that, what you're placing on top of that is cultural ideas, spiritual Absolutely. ideas. Because the actual act is just an act. Yeah. It doesn't have any value on animals, top of it except the value. Do it, right? Yeah, it's un- except for the value that humans, I'm, we're putting on it. Yeah. And I'm not devaluing that by saying that. I'm just sure. saying that it is just at the end of the day, it's just an act. Whatever cultural or personal or spiritual value you put it upon it counts, but that is something that we are putting upon them. Yeah. And, and I think we like, we as humans, we we want to have things mean something. Yeah. We put meaning on things. Of course. But I'm just saying that there's an alternate reality somewhere where if Abby and I had this incredible conversation that was deep and meaningful and changed both our lives, that that would be considered like, whoa, you can't do that. Like two A people connection. can't connect mm. that way. That is inappropriate and the, oh, save that for marriage that kind of thing. <laughs> save conversations about the universe yeah. for marriage Interesting. i mean i've had conversations i remember my friend travis calvert from high school he was in a band with oh, me travis. Oh, hey, God, travis i love travis he's in brooklyn right now we had this conversation about all of that stuff like the universe and blah 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 and it was i'll never forget that conversation we yeah. stayed up all night talking and yeah. it was just so i was alive you know i was alive during Did that he conversation no he didn't <laughs> you guys give me a standing ovation because i got the clap okay. yeah um, <laughs> but um what a, what but that changed thought. my life and it's like i've had sex with women that was not that as important right. as the conversation that I had with him. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's just we vow, we put so much, and I'm, again, I'm not saying that sex isn't important and shouldn't have value. It, right. It, it, but, it, but it does have different value to different people. But it does, you know, like these kinds of things, uh, the, way, the way especially women behave when it comes to that can affect our standing in society. It can yeah. affect jobs we get. Yeah. Um, now, I don't think I'm putting more meaning on it than it than it has. Uh, it can affect it can affect the entire course of our lives. So and it can also know, affect is... the way that you see yourself, the way you feel about yourself, the way others perceive you. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like yeah, if you yeah, you certainly can connect with someone or feel disconnected from someone mm-hmm. just depending on your mm-hmm. own worldview, how yep. you were brought up what you believe about sex and how it can lead you to connect with another human being. Mm -hmm. If you feel that way about conversations too, it can completely change your life. Mm -hmm. And you can see that person. You'll never forget that person. You'll never forget Travis. You'll never forget that conversation, how it made you feel. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. It's really, really interesting. I think so. Do you feel like, you're both actresses, Mm -hmm. actors. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like as actors you are in the unique position to meet a lot of new people and have special relationships that maybe couldn't exist anywhere else and and get you to those revelations, have those kind of conversations? I I feel that it's very interesting. Speaking of 90210, yeah. literally everyone had to make out with everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were forced to have this physical connection regardless of there are people who were married that were mm-hmm. cast on the show and they had to make out and mm-hmm. make out with other people and mm-hmm. their spouses knew their spouses were on set in some mm-hmm. cases. Oh, that's weird. So it's very interesting whereas for acting we're pretending and mm-hmm. what you're talking about our physical connection I think I had to make out with six different guys mm-hmm. on set. <laughs> it pure Purely was two bodies. Okay, Abby, more camera right, more camera right. Face this way. Okay, now touch his left shoulder here. Kiss right. his the right part of his neck here. Bodies. It uh-huh. was bodies. Put your body here in this way. It meant nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
the connection that I had with some of the people on our days off or we went to the lake, we talked about life, we talked Mm -hmm. about death. It's so interesting. Yes. It's so interesting. So as an actor, you're sort of put in this position where you connect, but it's technical. Mm Mm-hmm. But the relationships you can form with these people and connect, mm-hmm. and but you bounce ideas off one another, and you talk about what it means to be alive. For sure, those conversations meant way more than any of the yeah. yes. sexual chemistry or anything we were mm-hmm. creating for entertainment. I think when you're working with good people who who with good people, for me anyway, there 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 is created a shorthand um, where. You know, you as an actor, you know, I, I've said this before, but, you know, I've had moments of revelation when I when I feel really vulnerable and I feel comfortable being vulnerable on stage with people and in rehearsal, in a rehearsal process where I've said, like, I can understand why people burst into tears and can't control themselves when they're accepting an Academy Award or something. I just wish we could all get along like we used to in middle school. I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles and we'd all eat be happy. She doesn't even go here. Maybe it is in some ways about the recognition and whatever, but like I also think when people are thanking the actors they worked with and the people that they've worked with creatively, I, I can see why it becomes emotional because if you're, if you're going to do the best work you can do, you have to have this sort of um, connection built with someone where yes. you, you can do some, you can make choices that are terrible in rehearsal and you, they are GGG, they're good game and giving, and they let you fall down and make mistakes, and they say, uh-huh, interesting, let's try something different, and you create these really intimate relationships with people, not necessarily sexually, but where, uh, where you can, you're there for each other, and no one's gonna ridicule or say, like, oh, that was stupid. You can stupid. be vulnerable with each Completely other. Completely sure. vulnerable, which I think as a human, we, especially in this day and age where everything's so technological and so surface oriented I think it's um harder to find and I think uh for me anyway that stuff totally feeds me it's it's a kind of level of human connection that I don't feel like maybe 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 other people don't need it but I do that um that I feel like it's hard for me to get elsewhere Mm -hmm. sometimes um do you find that if you have to act against somebody who's supposed to be like a romantic counterpoint to you Mm -hmm. that you ever find yourself like let's say attracted to that person you're like is it the character that's attracted and it's bleeding into who i am does it is it this weird blurred line yeah well there's levels of I, i think ryan gosling said this in an interview once he said it's all me Everything you've ever seen me do on camera is me, and I just turn it up if I'm supposed to be a little higher, and I turn mm-hmm. it down if I'm if I'm supposed to be a little less energy. Mm-hmm. So there's when people are flirting with me on camera, it's real. It's mm-hmm. them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like it's me when right. I'm flirting. It's me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's like there's there are certain things you can do to protect yourself, especially if you're in a relationship with someone else. But at the end of the day, it's yeah. two humans, and and even if you're pretending, it's it's still you, and right. you're still kissing, and it's such right. an interesting, interesting job that a lot of people who aren't actors <laughs> have lots of thoughts about, and they yeah. like to share those thoughts <laughs> with me yes. on how I can protect myself and be a be a, um, a well-behaved human being. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a really interesting job, and it provides its own set of challenges. But I think that's why some of the best friends I have to this day are friends that I have acted. Mm-hmm. alongside mm-hmm. because there's a level of pretending and there's a level that transcends I don't know pretending and it's just you and you're connecting and and there's an understanding when people have I don't know it's hard it's just hard to explain yeah yeah I guess I feel like whenever Catherine you have like been opposite romantic whatever whatever I just never think about it mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't think about it in a way to protect myself either sure. it's just like Oh, you're acting. I, I mean, I directed her in something where she was a romantic opposite yeah. from somebody else. It has never bothered me. It's yeah. never been an issue. Well, the, I, I mean, and, in it. most cases, it's just part of your blocking. And blocking means it's just a physical action that you do. Okay, she smokes mm-hmm. here. She puts the glass down here. Okay, mm-hmm. he kisses her here. And it means nothing. But it's still, 
I don't know, two human beings connecting. And I think Absolutely, it just boils yeah. down to personalities and mm-hmm. if you get along with who. And mm-hmm. Well, it is funny. It's like I, I remember um, in college doing a play with somebody and it, 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 it is something that you can't explain, but you do have a special connection with the yes. person that you're acting opposite. Yes. And you need, I think in some ways you just need to. You just need it. Or yeah. else people you just can tell. It. Yes. And everybody understands that it's not, it, that you're pretending mm-hmm. and everybody understands that this is the one job mm-hmm. that it's acceptable and mm-hmm. everybody knows that you just have to it's do It's the this. loophole. It really is. If you really is. want to make out with people and not yes. get in trouble for it, From just, be an, actor. Other just be an actor. Just be an actor. No, I can, can't think of another job besides I think it's the only maybe. reason people do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. I've had, Alec and I have had, I remember that kissing you for the Evil Santa mm-hmm. video was awkward. Yeah. Now, we weren't together officially at the time. Yeah. But I feel like even it's if we had weird. been, we, we had at that point like slept together and been boyfriend and girlfriend. We weren't at the time, but really, mm-hmm. oh yes, we were we were in our intermission, as I like okay, to say. Okay. Um, and we filmed a thing together that Alec mm-hmm. wrote, where we had to kiss and, um, you know, like for for me, like kissing you on camera was just yeah. weird. Whereas if the camera yeah. hadn't so been there, funny. yeah, it it's, wouldn't have been weird at all. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird that I've written stuff where pretty girls have to kiss me. I, <laughs> How does that? I don't. I actually don't understand how that happened. It's so strange. Um, okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. Back to the episode. Yes, please. Okay, so um, well, we talked a little bit about is there any specific date where things progress from one way to the right. other? Did, have you ever had to fend a guy off a little bit on yes, a date? Yes, I have. And how did you, I feel I like that's a very tough kind of yes. line to play. Yes. To do the fending without right. offending the oh, person. Oh, I know. I, oh, I remember this one guy in high school. He oh, God. really, I, I don't think I let him on. I just liked him and mm-hmm. he asked me out and I said mm-hmm. yes and mm-hmm. we went out and it was a good time. He dropped me off in my car in the parking lot of my high school and he went in for the kiss. And I mm. laughed no. so hard in his face. Oh, no, uh, but, but because I was nervous, because I was nervous. Oh, Alec, I gave him a thumbs up. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually can't think of anything <laughs> worse. I did. I smiled. I laughed. I gave him a thumbs up. And he goes, uh, did you just, you gave me a thumbs up. And I said, oh, I did. I'm sorry. And oh, I, God. I was so, oh, I was God. so awkward. And I got like, Oh my god, that poor guy. I wonder what he's doing to this day. I wonder wonder if he's listening to this episode right now thinking. Every time somebody gives a thumbs up anywhere, he cries. You scarred this guy and for And we life. had flirted for a good year. Yeah. A year. And you I just finally couldn't, said You yes. just couldn't do the kiss. I could. I could. I got scared. I'd only kissed like two people before that. I get and it. I, I it's scary. Scared. And you're oh. all alone, by the way, oh, and in the, those situations. The thumbs up. You don't have anybody else. I know. You don't have any guidance. Last weekend, you said, what time is it? Holy cow. It's late. A lot of things have happened since last weekend. But you were the one who said we should wait, and you were right. We should wait till we get married. Well, I, I know I must have believed that one, but when I said it, but the, oh, doesn't Lucky Chucky want to come out? Huh? No. Your love machine. Your throbbing thrill hammer. Your thing. You mean my wang? It's cringeworthy stuff. Oh, I can't. Boy, oh boy. I have nightmares about If only I had it. Samantha to give me advice. Samantha. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Samantha. Let's talk a little bit about Samantha. So Samantha. That tart. That. Slut. I'm torn on this. Tell okay, me. Okay, let me let me set okay. us up briefly, which yeah. is just to say that at the beginning, Samantha's kind of first scene in the episode is that she is entering her apartment building, and uh, am I? Making this up, this is so she she has a she has an overnight guest who then who arrived at two in who the arrived at two in the morning who behind him uh, that's right a gunman, bad guy a, a gunman, gunman slips who, in. who created an eye situation for yes. an old lady uh, came in and like robbed someone yes. slept slipped in behind the the guy I love that you called it an eye situation. an eye situation <laughs> I can't close my left eye apparently you're tart apparently 
he robbed this woman at gunpoint and punched her in the face elbowed her in the eyeball i don't know we we will never know she wears an eye patch later in the episode one of my very favorite um puns from or plays on words from this entire series Mm -hmm. is in this episode where samantha says because the women are looking at her and whispering about her um and they're saying you have too many visitors and blah 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 tart what you have too many visitors there are always men in the hall I got robbed because of you. Tart, I can't close my left eye. And she says on the phone with Carrie, they practically chased me with torches like I was fucking Stein. <laughs> Which I think is Whoa! so, so funny. Yes. Uh, but Darren Star. But she's All being slut shamed because she uh, has visitors at she's all hours of the night. She's had many gentlemen callers. But then they do the montage where oh. she legitimately yeah. has many, many, many visitors yes. in the elevator. And this is where I'm torn. Because while I support Samantha's um, d- need and desire and right to have visitors at any time of the evening that she pleases because she's yes. a human adult person and there yes. aren't any rules in that apartment building that say you can't have someone come in at 2 a.m. BTW. Um, I am, I am, uh, and it's not, and it's, by the way, not her responsibility or fault that someone entered behind her guest. So that specific situation, not her fault. Mm-hmm. However, uh, this, the montage that you're, that Abby is talking about, where she's got her hand on a, on a penis Ooh, with another person in the elevator, yes. where she's laughing and her thong is hanging out and she's making out and I and one scene she's not wearing like, a shirt. Yep. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like that's kind of assholeish behavior. It's just it's, it's one not... thing to be like sexually adventurous, but you don't have to pun intended thrust it upon other people. Right? Yeah. It, it, it is disrespectful. To your it is yeah. disrespectful. If, if think about it, if you got in an elevator in your own building or Especially anywhere, with your fa- if your family's with you, yes. there could have been children. Yes. Not that sex is shameful. It's just don't do that to other people. It's weird. Yes. There's a time. There's a place for everything. Like, go wild, but, a public like, not elevator. in front of other people who don't want to see it, it. It almost seemed like it was on purpose, that she didn't care and didn't mind yeah. the other right. people in the It elevator. was very, There's um, an exhibitionist there was, yes, quality Right. It wasn't like it. these neighbors accidentally walked into the wrong apartment and saw Correct. her in her right. own living room. It was, yes. like, a purposeful yes. elevator experience. And right. in true Samantha fashion, the solution and the wrap-up in this storyline is that she just moves. She, she moves, moves to a sluttier part yes. of town, as it were. She moves to the meatpacking district, yeah. pun intended. Yes. And it says where the... Men were women, and the blah blah blah. She's got transvestite, transgender. Her rent people. is a little more expensive. It's expensive, there. Yes. but you know what? She can be herself. Yes, no I judgment. I noticed at episodes opening the HBO credit moment that it said nudity in the episode. But I don't think there was any nudity in this episode. I Samantha, that, right? That's a you could see her bare back. Yeah. From behind. But I thought we might see more. Back in 2000, was that considered nudity? I don't think so. I think think that's just a general disclaimer. Whatever the case may be, I felt robbed. All right. Oh, sure. Understood. So, um, so, Miranda, let's wrap up. Robbed? Robbed. What's going on? Is that a pun? Forget it. Um, Um, Oh, no, I get it. The guy robbed Samantha's uh, old neighbor. Uh, Miranda, did we wrap it up? She got tested for chlamydia. She she had chlamydia. Yes. Told Steve. Steve went and got a swab in his Hot doctor. Hot doctor. Her hair is better. I feel like hair is better. Yes. But then, ultimately, she... Makes her list of 42 mm-hmm. dudes. Yes. She starts calling and lands upon this she fellow finds lawyer. out, yes. yes. Who's like, yeah, I had I had it. What's the point? Get uh, Spit it you out. You told I'm me off, not to call you. off the phone. You told yeah. me not to call you. And, uh, and uh, Miranda is very irritated. And uh, he, and then she finds out that Steve has slept with over 60 women. Yes. And then they just kiss and they happily kiss and cuddle and that's the end. I can't think of anything more awkward than having to call every person you've had sex with and tell them you have a venereal disease. I had a friend recently that did that. He didn't call, but he did text. Yeah. 
That's better. Well, do you Just know there is text. a service though? Uh, you might want to tell any other slutty friends you have, yeah, Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that there is a service that, and maybe it's an app or something. No, it's 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 a website where you can. Um, anonymously have <gasps> people emails no! that says it's an anonymous email oh, that says a, a, a partner of yours has contracted something. <gasps> maybe it's XYZ oh. thing. You should maybe get tested. But, I mean, clearly many... Who... Who has people's email addresses these I know. Days? So Great probably question. cell phone numbers. Yes. Mm, because because you could and what about pranking someone and that's not fair or right. No. But I do think in theory that it's a great idea yeah. and I wonder how successful Thank you. But this friend, oh my gosh, cat. Okay, so this friend texted all of the girls that oh, he had hooked bless up with. Him. And then she she goes, Wait, are you the one that I just gave a Two or wait, do we wait? Do we this or do oh, we this? No. Which one were you? <laughs> and he answered like the, maybe he, he answered the question. Then he was like, "Okay, I'm, I think we're good. I think, I think we're done. good. I think this we're must good. have yeah, been the no, girl. This is a sign. This is good. Okay, we're done. Bless him for even endeavoring right? to try that's that a good guy. whole thing. That's a that's actually a good guy. Oh, wait a minute, okay. I got that email. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's talk, let's talk about Carrie. Yeah. Yes, let's. Um, Carrie asks the question, oh no, actually, Aiden asks the question, yes. don't people date anymore? Because Aww. Carrie, after a week and a half, is like, why don't you want to sleep with me, dude? Yeah. And you're kissing me all, all sexually. In all the ways. Right. You seem to like me, but why don't you want to do me? Abby, I feel felt like yeah. you thought this storyline was pretty romantic. I did. I did. Tell me um, about that. Well, it, it, okay, so he says he's had a lot of meaningless sex, and everyone yeah. he's ever been with, he went too quickly, he went too fast, and Carrie is someone he sees going further mm-hmm. with, and he wants to wait. Mm-hmm. That idea excites her, and she goes, romance? Mm-hmm. On a post-it. She has to write it down and yeah, put it else. next to her Ro- monitor. Romance? Wow. With a question mark. And I think that's really sweet, because she's like, what happened to romance? Why is this not an idea? And then she yeah. gets excited by the idea. He draws her a bath. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to join her. He joins her. It's romantic. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. Hashtag worth waiting for. Yes, yeah. hashtag blessed. Um, Get and it trending. And what I loved is that she said um, it meant more. Yeah. Because they waited. And, right. and And she loved that she mentioned to us, she told us privately... I was nervous. I was mm. nervous for the type because it meant something. I wanted yeah. to connect to this human being. It wasn't, and she I wasn't waited, a virgin, so but it was virgin territory. It, right. Yeah. And it meant something. She also, side note, she had a Technicolor dream coat on. I she don't did. know if that matters. <laughs> I, it does matter. I will, I just want to mention it because I believe this is the third episode we've seen her wear this coat in. And that's notable because Pat Field, who's the costume designer, doesn't n- often, nay, I say never repeats costume pieces. Sure. And we've seen this coat thrice, yeah. I believe. Well, she loved which is it. interesting. In I this, love it. And this episode she 2000. takes it off. She does. Oh, oh. And um, she does. so, you know, when the ladies are trying to figure out, well, why isn't he why isn't he sleeping with Carrie? They say, is he gay? Does he have mother issues? Right. Or does his dick curve to the right? <laughs> Right. And she and says, I'll go left. She thinks maybe maybe there's a problem. Maybe he's embarrassed about something. Maybe there's yeah. an issue. Maybe, yeah. he's in, maybe he's nervous to tell her about yeah. an STI or an STD mm-hmm. or there's something wrong yeah. physically and yeah. he's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Turns out, no, he's fine. He's great. Yeah. He just cares about her. Mm. He just he cares. cares about her. What do we think about the move uh, about him drawing her a bath? I think that that could have gone in really wrong i wouldn't have done it you know what i mean i feel like to me i could be look this is just the way i'm reading it i feel a little cringy about it because i feel like it's like a high what like a high school guy's idea of like romance it's like i'm gonna draw her a bath and put on opera and she'll be like totally digging it um and i mean look it works so whatever Mm -hmm. but um i find it endearingly a little silly yeah. Endearingly silly. I would yeah. never. I would laugh in the face of anyone who did okay. to me. Okay. But I feel like that was for us as an audience to say, 
this is it. He's going to stay. And mm-hmm. he doesn't. It's just for her. It's just Although they do have a little a little game of billiards going on under the water, though. Well, but originally, he his intention, in. his intention was, this is just for her, I'm not or staying. Or was right. it? Because oh, he doesn't seem that surprised when she invites him in. He was, all right, you convinced me. Yeah. But, I mean, you're, but you're right. Like, he, he, it's, look, he's playing the long game, and uh, long we con. know, yeah, the long con. And we know that Aiden is genuine, mm-hmm. uh, because think you know, like ultimately the the trajectory of their relationship. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Abby is you know that he Aiden is genuine and kind and true, and okay. she cheats on him like <gasps> nobody's no! business. Yes. No, don't she tell me that. Completely breaks Carrie. him apart. Oh no! She breaks they, his heart. I mean, breaks him to a million pieces. No. Then they are, are you a part- slut? Yes. <laughs> yes. That with Mr. Big. <gasps> I know. Oh! <laughs> and then they do get back together, but and Aiden proposes, she says yes, <gasps> then decides she just isn't the marrying kind. Cat! And he is heartbroken and moves on yeah. because he just wants to marry someone and be in true love forever. And yep. things work out for him. He ends up married with children and everything's okay, fine, okay, but okay, okay, okay. until the movies. But um but the the point is, you know, I think um we can see this from the very beginning. Carrie, if we're if we're talking about that trajectory, and we go like, here's how things end up. Carrie fucks it all up. Um, I, you know, I think here, even at the very beginning, we see Carrie, who is used to a certain type of guy. Sure. She's comfortable with that certain type of guy who is sure. hard to get. She likes yes. feeling that zazazu, that yes. that the stimulation, chase. the yes. chase. She loves mm-hmm. it. She wonders in future episodes with Aiden, like, why do I feel uneasy? It's because he's not making me work for it. Right, but. That she also, it also is in, in, it's enticing to her the idea of like someone who's so purely right. willing to give himself over yes. and to wait yes. and to value oh, sex and love and that connection. It just breaks my heart that she threw that all away. She, well, you know, I think ultimately it just, that's not who she is, I guess. And, it, you know, whatever people may say about Aiden, I, I don't think he's right for Carrie, but I think he's uh, just such a, fantastic guy yeah you know i yes. think no matter what we go like uh he's a he's a good he's a genuine he's a mm-hmm. true guy mm-hmm. Bless well his heart. i'm glad it works out well for him in the end yeah speaking of the end yeah abby yes it was so wonderful Aww. having you on thank you i'm so glad evening. i got an episode that wasn't you know offensive and yeah and you you bring such a unique perspective hey I do what I can. Show. I do what I can. Um, and we're always delighted we to have you anytime you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Honestly, of legitimately. Course. We'll have to. We'll have to get her thoughts on um, on burger. Ooh. Yes. Eventually. Just wait. Just a lot you of burger wait, stuff. I, it feels good. We're settling into some really yeah. good episodes. Good. We're having a good time. Oh, yeah, my we're loving pleasure, it, guys. Uh, and until next time, carry, carry on. on.